Hello, I'm Ben Thompson, owner of Thompson & Terry Recruitment. I'm Mike Foster, the entrepreneur's mentor. And you are listening to an edited version of Get Radio's Business Brunch with Ben and Mike, uh, which airs every Sunday at 11am on DAB Digital Radio across Oxfordshire and online at getradio.co.uk. And our show introduces you to local trusted experts, whilst we also talk about topics that you, the listeners, tell us is impacting on local businesses and their owners. For copyright reasons, we cannot play the songs mentioned in the show. Uh, but for more info and business wrench related content, please do head over to getradio.co.uk. I definitely recommend it. Get Radio's Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. Sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Good morning. This is Get Radio and welcome to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. My name is Ben Thompson, owner of Thompson and Terry Recruitment and indeed the Oxford Business Community Network. And my name is Mike Foster, the entrepreneur's mentor. Now, you'll know, hopefully by watching and listening to many of our shows over the last couple of years, that we look to introduce local trusted experts to you, the listeners, so that we can discuss around topical issues that are impacting on local business and also things that we believe are of interest to yourself and this show is something that's been asked for by one of our listeners and we can't wait to get into the detail and on today's show we look forward to welcoming our guests to Darren Owsley of Perfectly Wrapped, Emma Finneran of By Emma Jane Interiors and Martina Landhead from Instill Design. Ben my usual question to you to, to kick us off then so what improvements can we make to our properties that we own as a business owner or even personally to improve perhaps the value or our desire to work or live in them? That's a great question, Mike. Um, and without sounding like a robot, because I say this every week that we put it to the experts, but really this week, this is not my expertise at all. So really, really looking forward to um, the insight that Darren, Emma and Martina is going to share with you, the listener. This is the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. After this, we'll be welcoming our three guests. Get Radio! Welcome back to the Business Branch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. Um, today we're joined with by three guests under the um, portfolio of property and making our houses, um, our kitchens and our bathrooms look fantastic. Um, so let's start by introducing those experts um, to you, the listener. Um, let's start with um, Darren Owsley of Perfectly Wrapped. Darren, um, welcome. Introduce you to the um, yeah to, to the, the listeners. Yeah, so hi, I'm Darren Owsley. Uh, I'm the owner of Perfectly Wrapped. It's a relatively new business, uh, but it's all about architectural wrapping, um, which means uh, wrapping uh, architecture, whether that be um, kitchen doors, uh, doors, furniture, uh, anything uh, in, in a home or a business. Um, so it's all about re- re- reusing, refreshing uh, or renewing what you've what you've currently got rather than chucking it in the landfill. Amazing. Perfect. Um, next up, Emma. Um, yeah, introduce you and, and indeed your business. Hi, Emma Finneran. I own by Emma Jane Interiors and also Finson Construction now. And um, we offer a bespoke, um, made-to-measure, tap-in, tap-out interior design service uh, alongside the construction now as well. So you can use us for as little as as much as you want on any of your projects whether that just be a little bit of advice with a walkthrough or um, online advice with colours, layouts or anything like that, or if you want to use us for the whole build, uh, we are around. So that's me. Amazing. Perfect. We'll maybe come on to awards later in the show, Emma. Um, <laughs> on to somebody else who has won awards. Uh, Martina, do introduce yourself and instill design to the listeners. Good morning and many thanks for the invitation. 
My name is Martina Landhead and I am the founder and owner of Instill Design, a bathroom and kitchen retailer located at South Oxford Business Centre. We specialise in superior designs and high quality products and service. And in addition to standard bathrooms and kitchens, we offer wet rooms, steam rooms, saunas, boot rooms and utility rooms. Amazing. Perfect. Thank you so much. Look forward to hearing more about that um, later in the show. Um, each of you have been asked to choose a song this morning. Um, so let's go back. Um, let's go back to Darren uh, for your song choice. Well, what I've always liked is I like the boogie. Oxfordshire Station, Get Radio. Welcome back to the Business Brunch here on Get Radio. Uh, before that song, chosen by Darren, and I'm sure you were boogieing around the kitchen as, uh, as much as I was, um, we were listening to our guests introducing themselves and a little bit about their business and we're going to dive into our topic today and we'll hear a little bit more about their expertise knowledge and experience in this great sector that they work in uh, so darren i'm gonna bring that sort of first question over to yourself really just to expand on what you were talking about perhaps you can give us a flavor of some of the work that you've been doing recently because i know some of the great projects you've been doing some of the great changes you've done just to give a flavor of what people can do um to, to improve their properties uh, yeah, so when it comes to architectural wrapping, um, it's, it's a relatively new, newest kind of concept. Uh, it's been I've been I've been about it for about ten years. Uh, it's getting much more popular now. Um, now it's much must be much much more sustainable and uh, sort of earth friendly. So uh, you can it started off with me wrapping my kitchen. I wanted to do our kitchen. There was nothing wrong with our um, units and our doors. Just it was just looking, looking sort of old and tired uh, after a few years. So we um, we looked at you know changing the doors and changing the cupboards and everything else. Uh, and then we, I looked at perfectly uh, sort of looked at wrapping architectural wrapping, uh, and it just offers such a cost-effective solution to uh, refreshing your 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 current uh, your current kitchen. Uh, but that it doesn't just end with kitchens. If you're a business, you're looking at reception areas, you're looking at lockers in gyms. Uh, rather than ripping them all out uh, and, and chucking it into, uh, into landfill and all the mess and the, the, the skips you have to get involved in, in that, uh, it's just a, a simple uh, vinyl which you apply uh, either uh, in uh, back of the unit, you know, so take, take, take the doors away, or you wrap, wrap them uh, in situ uh, at, the, at the customer's property, whatever whatever is easier. Um, but it's extremely cost effective. I think you look at, probably look at about a seventy percent saving. Uh, than buying something new again. Again, there's there's no there's no mess. Um, let's say very little mess. Uh, so you if you do a sort of like a kitchen, you've got a workable kitchen um, all the time. It's being done. Uh, so you just pack down and disappear. Uh, so you've got a workable kitchen. And if you're a business, that doesn't impact the business at all. So if you need, if you you know you've got a reception area, you've got footfall. Uh, there's no there's no problems with that. So it's a, it's an excellent way to. Uh, like I say, re- renew and reuse your existing uh, your existing architecture. Amazing. No, th- thank you, Darren. And um, next up, Emma. Um, so, so I guess kind of the question a question for you um, is really kind of around around interior design um, and, and really just keen to kind of learn um, a little bit about the process of working with an interior designer and, and why and why somebody would think about working with an interior designer. Good question, Ben. Well, we are here mainly to uh, help with uh, the whole environment of a project, whether it be commercial or residential. Uh, So let's take residential. um, I suppose you can say um, organically look at 
everyone's surroundings, how they're using their property, who's in the property, um, children, grandchildren, what's the scope for the future, what's the long-term prospects for the property. And then based on those ideas, um, we then start bringing things together in the house to work on layouts, furnishings, uh, light sources, colours, um, and it's kind of it's a it's a holistic way to make a really good uh, change in your lifestyle, um, so that your home works for you basically. Fantastic, and uh, you know I love uh, what you do, Emma, and uh, the sort of practicality you bring to it. And hopefully, we explore that a little bit more in this show as well. Martina, my sort of question for yourself is that I know talking to people and many of the estate agents locally, when they show people around a property, uh, people look for space. Um, obviously, is it enough bedrooms, but is there enough sort of social space or living space? But the wow factor really becomes in the bathrooms and the kitchens. And then that's when they're looking at the detail. You know, is that my style? Is that my look? So obviously that's what you do. Looking at your websites, you do certainly have the wow factor. How, how do you get a particular style to match the taste of an individual? I think that's very much the same as Emma was talking about. We do like an in-depth design briefing. That's always the, what we, what our starting point and exactly finding out what who is using that bathroom, what is this lacking today, what can be improved. Uh, future proofing, many people now, I compared to 10 years ago when people were doing the houses often to sell on and they were very keen to keep that bath in the family bathroom but now we even replace that with practical walk-in showers as many people plan to stay for long 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 time I mean to grow old in their own house so even if it's not the the last bathroom in the house we have often replaced them with good practical walk-in showers and so I think that's that's is again it's all about the briefing to get it right to find what the customers want to have and then what uh, that they do have a realistic budget, including installation, because, of course, they need to know the overall uh, costing to, ha- to have that uh, implemented. So I think it's um, the briefing very much as I said, the same thing as I felt that Anna was, Anna, Emma was mentioning um, to create that. So we can do good quality and good value is what we're striving after. So it's not, we are not probably the cheapest, but we would say that we pride ourselves for the best sort of design our space planning place to come to. No, certainly. And and for those those listening at home, I definitely recommend having a look at your website. Um, because yes, yeah, some of those some of those designs are certainly um the definition of a star, aren't they? Um D- D- Darren, um coming coming across across to yourself, um, and really kind of focusing on on selling property, um, something Martina was kind of touching on there. Um, if if somebody is looking to sell a property, um, and they're looking looking to looking to move out, um, is is architecture wrapping um a solution to, to to add value there? Is is that a quick way to make your kitchen look okay and uh, uh, move on to the next one as such? Sure, it's it's a it's a quick solution, but it's not a it's not a short term solution. So you're not like you're wrapping your wrapping the kitchen uh, and then knowing it's not going to last for whoever buys the property mm. uh, and moving on, you are still giving them a very quite a good quality, uh, still a good quality finish and a good quality kitchen. Uh, the, the range of finishes from uh, stone effect, wood effect, uh, marble effect, uh, metal effect. Um, yeah, there's a huge, a huge choice. 
But as, as you say, if, um, when you're moving house, you do want the kitchen to have a well practice. If you are thinking about selling, you, selling your property, or even if you're a landlord and you're getting new tenants coming in, and you you, you need to refresh that that kitchen or that bathroom or whatever, then uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a it's a perfect solution to, uh, to 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 do that. You know, to keep your costs down, uh, minimise the mess, and renew what you what you've got. Emma, I'm going to put you in a difficult position now. I'm afraid I'm going to put you in the middle. I'm going to say, okay, you've got a client in front of you and, and it's really a bit of market knowledge, really, in terms of giving us some insight in terms of how people are thinking at the moment, in terms of, is it improving what you've got or is it stripping out and replacing it with brand new? What, what's the market telling us right now? Well, that's an open-ended answer, really. Um, I think, it, again, it all depends on the person, on the budget, what else they've got in their life that's heavy loaded with costs or, you know, commitments and... I would only recommend it based on, you know, briefing all those scenarios um, because uh, it's more challenging these days, as we know, you know, to borrow money and et cetera. Um, there's challenges with the expenses going up. So, um, gosh, it, it, it literally does depend on the client, you know, getting where they're at, where their vibe is. If if they're if they're there for a short term in their property, maybe it's not worth investing. Um, you know, other people when they come and look at a property will always want to put their own stamp on it anyway. So sometimes, in terms of you know, shall we shall we make our property look really good to sell it? You don't have to do that. That we're definitely not in a market these days where you need to do that. We haven't been for a long time, to be honest, because um, people want to you, you know put their own signature on everything. Um, so. If someone was going to do it short term, just for a year or so, you know, because all think that, that you know, they need to do it for selling, I would probably say I, w- I wouldn't necessarily do it. If it was more long term, it, it's always a good investment. And it, it, if it is, if it's for you and it's long term, it's always a good investment for, you know, for how you feel about your property and your state of mind. No, re- really good advice. Uh, Martina, as I touched on earlier, um, some of your designs are, are, are just are just mouth watering, aren't they? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I just want to um, sort of uh, conversations that you and I have had over the last couple of years uh, is very much about it's really, really important. The designs work really well and not just look nice, um, mm-hmm. whether that be a really powerful shower that's lovely to be in or whether that's the the, the right equipment and the right space. Can you just um, talk the, the, to those listening at home um, just really about that conversation that we've had in terms of really making sure that your your designs really work for, for, for the houses, not, not just look lovely? I think actually the smaller spaces are the trickier spaces and they are the one that we sometimes or more often would go to customers to say, oh, we just need a little bit of help because it's so small mm. and we can't really figure out ourselves how to use it. Because that's why I have seen most mistakes, you could say, when people haven't attempted themselves because they're mixing and matching far too many, maybe big, um, too big, uh, too large furniture or too large toilet and all of that. It's all about the proportion to get right. So small space is, of course, even more important to get it to work and to get those particular areas in front of the toilet, in front of a bath, big enough for you to step out and dry yourself without banging into the basin and things like that. So that's probably the one that I would suggest is that actually the smallest basis which you think you can't do that much about is the one that we maybe can add most value in one way. 
because in a big area or in a large room, you can do many things at the same time. And even if you get onto the design yourself, you are not as, as risky to get it wrong because you, you will still be able to work it. And then, of course, as I often say, the installation is a, you know, it's the most important part. We don't sell installation ourselves, but it is still the most important area because you can bring a lovely, lovely 40,000 pounds, uh, you know, kitchen and bathrooms where the products and the design is lovely if you don't have the right installation that uh, then support it. I would say that, that those are the things. And, in, and I, we recently gone into kitchen generally just for organic growth and the demand from our customer who's asking us if we can't take on board a kitchen as well. But I think the installation part is trickier in often trickier in bathrooms in terms of plumbing wise. It's so much more plumbing in again a small space and things that you as a customer will never see what's happened behind until it starts to leak <laughs> a year later or something. Um, which we do have um, many customers coming to us and, and have what that has happened for unfortunately so yes well talking of installation we'll come back to ben in a, in a moment um after a, a another song choice and uh this song choice emma we're going to come to yourself what would be your song choice and why would you choose that uh lana del rey summertime so the slow gershwin version perfect for a sunday discussing topics that impact local businesses and their owners this is the business brunch podcast sponsored by we do hr support Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Welcome back to the Business Brunch here with Ben and Mike um, here on Get Radio. Now, before that song, chosen by Emma, and hopefully you agreed it's a perfect choice for a Sunday, um, we were talking to our guests about homes, kitchens, bathrooms, and basically renovation replacements, etc. And I teased a little bit there that we'd come to Ben for a comment because um, Ben does like his own installations. Um, every time I talk to him, he's doing some sort of DIY in one of his uh, pro- properties that he he owns. And we know that, well, some of us will know that he has a property portfolio himself as well as uh, his other businesses. So Ben, tell us what you're looking for. And uh, you've obviously listened to our experts so far. So how does it all resonate with you as a property owner of a portfolio? No, absolutely. Um, certainly, um, certainly, all the three experts um, on on the show I know, like, and trust. Um, so, 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 certainly, I'd recommend using the experts. Um, but, but I think that in in the world of property, I think particularly for for for, for rental properties, I I think my advice is to do it do it right the first time. Um, and I think do it right. Um, can absolutely be a high-end option it can absolutely be a wrapped option it can absolutely um be just move the things um that you've got into the right places but i think from my point of view i think where i see the biggest mistakes for properties is where people have cut cut corners um and then actually your tenants ringing you every two minutes because something's leaking or something's broken and actually you're you're, you're going to get huge costs down the line um I think the other thing, um, and again, I'm by no means even one percent as talented under the umbrella of interiors to, to our three experts today. But I think that when looking to buy properties, I think that the mistake that I often see is the the people who go for very very garish or very um, unique designs that actually one or two or five percent of the population will love, but actually ninety five percent won't. So I'm thinking about. Um, so my wife's parents, they they bought um, a house a few, a few years back with this designer kitchen that had 
been very expensive um but actually they hated it with a passion but they didn't want to take it out because it was about six months old when they moved in so they were stuck with this kitchen that actually they had paid a premium for but they just couldn't take it out so i think that my, my advice is as martina said earlier in the show and and as emma and darren have if if you're living there make it really special for you because you've got to live with it every day if you're if you're renting it or thinking about selling it still do a really really good job but maybe may, maybe try and think about what the masses would want there we go back to you in the studio mike thanks and i'll leave it to the listeners to assess whether that's a fourth expert for today or not but uh, <laughs> definitely darren, not <laughs> i'm going to bring it bring it back to yourself then darren in terms of a couple of responses that you've made to us so far on the show you've, you've mentioned the word sustainable so how how much is that really the question in the mind of the customer nowadays in terms of looking for a sustainable solution yeah more and more in today's world people are looking for that more sustainable option um oddly when 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 people talk about sustainability um these days there's normally a an added cost for that but in fact with uh, architectural wrapping there's a cost saving so it's a it's a real kind of for me it's, it's an absolute win-win uh sort of business model uh, an offering uh, because you are being making it sustainable. The, the products are, have got like a 10 year shelf life. So then if you look after your kitchen, then there's no reason that would last, that, you know, the kitchen wouldn't last and the rack wouldn't last another 10 years. Uh, uh, so you, you've got the sustainable element to it. And then obviously you've got the, um, the fact it's going gonna, it's gonna to potentially save you 70% uh, on, on your costs. So it's, it's, a, it's, I think it's a fantastic solution to, uh, to be offering. To, to, to yeah, whether it be whether it be kitchens or whether it be be, uh, be businesses. Amazing, no, brilliant. Um, Emma, we've spoken quite a lot about kitchens and bathrooms um, in, in this show, um, but I want to just move a little bit to the rest of the property. So, how how is it? How important is it that each room of yours is consistent, um, or does there need to be a consistency? So, if you've got a very modern bathroom as a really great example, does the rest of your house need to be really modern, or could you go for traditional or um, contemporary? How yeah? How how important is it that the house flows? Again, it goes back to the clients, really, and what their taste is. So we've worked on a few grade two listed properties and put very contemporary bathrooms in there. Um, um, and then obviously it's very traditional through the rest of the property. So it can work, but it depends, you know, it, it, again, it is a personal choice for who is living there and how they feel about, you know, adding contemporary and with old um, it definitely works. You can definitely do it. There's been so many period properties in London that have had contemporary overhauls or part overhauls, um, and you can definitely mix old with new and make it look really, really good and absolutely stunning. So, uh, but it, it it comes down to the personality of the people uh, that are living in the property and you know what their choice is, and you just make it work for them. Martina, I'd, I'd like to explore this um, investment that uh, has been mentioned by um, all of you really so far, really, in terms of if I'm going to invest in a bathroom, a kitchen, et cetera, obviously it's going to be an investment. Um, and we know that there's fewer and fewer people actually moving, so they're looking to improve the properties that they have. So is there a, a discussion that goes on with uh, your customers in terms of, you know, what's that level of investment that makes it a sensible return on investment? Or is it, you know, I'm going to spend this money because I'm going to stay in it? Tell us a bit more about that. Yes, I would say you have that when we 
discussing the budgets. And I think it's like sometimes you could get into a quite modest house and the brief from the customer is extremely high. And of course, on maybe one occasion, they've gone ahead with this wow, wow bathroom, which actually wouldn't add, they would never be able to get return on that investment, but they've been doing it for themselves because they were feeling they could would like to stay and be in that property as long as they could. And they meant in 20, 25 years time, if we move, then it's time to change it anyhow. But generally you would have that because of course with the property that if people really want to have something, I would say the low end budget, but the house is worth a couple of million pounds or a million pounds or above, then I often say, I mean, to make just it for your house, you really need to put at least a, a, a you know a good quality brass wire and sanitary wearing. Then you can keep it. We can still keep the budget under control by doing it a little bit more simple and maybe have not as much storage because it's often it's their guest rooms because, of course, in that kind of big properties, they often have a number of guest rooms and then they don't really want to spend that much money. But in my view, you still need to put in a certain type and quality of products in that kind of property unless if you want to get back what you're putting in. I think that's, yeah, that, definitely you have the discussion and we try to have as honest discussion as possible when it comes to both, you know, upfront with the cost because otherwise they would waste our time and we would waste their times as well. No, good, good, honest approach. Um, Dar- Darren, c- coming across across yourself, and I just want to maybe move away from residential a little bit and, and move to to commercial, if that's okay. Um, because I know that you've you've as as you touched on with Mike earlier in the show, you've you've worked on some really cool commercial pro- projects. When when you're having those conversations to that business owner listening at home right right now, what what is the process of of a commercial project? What how how do they decide um whether they should give you a call? What can be wrapped and what can't be wrapped? So so yeah, I'm. I'm just just quite keen to kind of understand kind of that process and 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 how and how things can be improved and when really tricky question uh, i suppose what they do is a lot of at the moment there's still a probably a lack of knowledge what architectural wrapping is so a lot of business owners don't even know that option is out there um in terms of what it can and can't do as far i haven't yet seen anything i can't, we can't wrap um there are spindles spindles is probably something you couldn't you can't really wrap you know um if it's very very intricate but generally most businesses uh, reception areas offices um would would be able to would, would be able to get wrapped and in terms of the, the processes the customer is just looking for a for a a, a refresh and a, a new a new brand a new look a new feel to their 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 offices or their reception area and uh, and so yeah, and with with obviously with the wrapping, you can you tie in with obviously some printing elements of it as well. So that that, that goes hand in hand. So I'm working with a guy at the moment who's looking to refurb a restaurant, um, and he's using a bit of architectural wrapping and a, and a bit of printing to give that to, to give that look and feel to it. Um, when you get to, when you when you the, the owner then sees the range of uh, vinyls that are available from sort of dark oak light oak uh like say um marble uh metallic uh stone effect and the durability of them um and then you add in the cost saving i think most of them are the, the recent one I've done, I've done which was the gym they were um massively uh, surprised about the the cost saving that they were going to uh, achieve and it delivered them exactly the same result 
at the end, uh, like I say, and there was no interruption to the business whatsoever of ripping out the reception. You know, you just work in this small area at a time. Um, and they're very chuffed to bits with it, so I'm hopefully going to be in again doing some more. <laughs> yeah, the recep- reception certainly looks like it's a brand new reception, to be fair, so uh, cr- credit to the to work you've done. Emma, I know you've been doing some some great commercial work as well, and Ben touched on your few awards. Um, can't remember how many it is now, but Ben will remember more 14, than you, I think. I think. 14, is it, Ben? Thanks. <laughs> so that's... Um, but... You know, you've done some great work in terms of renovating some properties for businesses, and obviously that blend of your interior design and the construction side. So give us a flavour really in terms of what your clients are looking for. And I think the important thing from my discussion with you is, you know, how you help them see the potential of that building. So, you know, whether it's removing that wall, you know, knocking it down or how they can reuse that space. So tell us about that relationship and the discussion with your customers about how you can help them maximise their space that they're, they're purchasing or they own. We get approached, you know, we go through the brief criteria again, you know, who's using it, how many people, whether it's residential, how many children they have, grandchildren, who's visiting, when they're visiting, where everyone lives, do they stay over, um, all those sorts of things. Uh, and then look at the layout. So on a commercial level, we look at the brand, uh, what we need to incorporate into the building with the brand um, and keep that very strong. Uh, and how we get use of working out the facilities for the staff and then how many covers we can get in the, in, in the commercial space, um, and do exactly the same in that way. Uh, so, um, it is literally about getting into, I mean, I, don't, I, I feel like I'm just repeating myself, but I think sometimes people get a preconception of interior design in that we are the ones that come in and say, this is what you need to do. It is not that at all. It is completely the opposite. We get into the psyche of the people, the psyche of the business. We want to know what works for them. We want to know that we don't overstep the mark with them on a budget level, on a timescale level, on a design level. They need to feel confident, comfortable, and so excited about what's going on, um, like it's part of them, basically. It becomes part of them. And in order for us to be able to achieve that, we have to know everything about these people. We want to know everything about them, their customers, absolutely everything. And we want to make them feel as comfortable and as confident and as happy as possible about the project that they're going to take on. And certainly your your passion really, really shines through, Emma. So thank you for that. Um, Martina, um, just before we come to a real question for you, um, your most difficult question of the morning is your song choice. So what is your song choice and why have you picked it? It's drive-by by train, and it's just a song that I think makes me happy and got a feel-good feeling and got some really good memories. I'm originally from Sweden, and I got memories when I brought my UK friends over to Sweden when that had just been released, and we had a great time, as well as we lived five years in Germany, and when we once went back there, it had just been released, and it was a great party. So one of those songs that you just, when you hear it, you get all these memories in your head and feel good. The Business Brunch Podcast from Get Radio. Sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Get Radio. Welcome back to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. Um, I'm really enjoying uh, this conversation with Darren, Emma and Martina because actually what we're seeing is that although the three of them are, are in different spaces, um, just 
that they're both that all three of them are, are, are so open with with the honesty and the choices that you have as a business owner owner or indeed homeowner um martina one of the things that um i just want to kind of bring on to because in still design um gets a lot of recognition for for the quality of your designs and as we've said before that wow factor but i think that one of the things that really shines through having got to know you and knowing some of your team is that service is just as important. Um, and actually the conversations we've had, the, the service that you're offering to your clients seems to be the first thing you talk about. So can you just kind of talk through kind of how that became part of your culture and really what it means to a customer to, to work with, with, with you guys? Yes, because nowadays you can buy bathrooms anywhere and you can find a lot of bathrooms products online, as we know, and we are competing with internet. But what you don't get from internet, it is the overall service. So I think it's from A to B, uh, walking into our showroom, we're starting off with a design brief. But once they feel it's equal well, they need to feel we are the right company to work with and uh, we can help them sort out the issues and problems. But then our aim is to take away the stress that actually a bathroom installation can become if you are buying your own products and you have to organize all your different trades yourself. So while we don't selling our own installation or don't have them on our books, we know um, a handful or more of good installation teams. Some of them we know for over 10 years. And so in terms of a custom experience, they would still get that overall package from us, even though it's two contract between the install, installers and us. But I think that's the part with the service, everything for making sure that all products arrives in one go out to site. They all labeled up. We often do two, three bathrooms and maybe a cloakroom. So to make sure that the toilets are not mixed up and because they might be the same, but different sizes, they all got different la label color, colors, each bathroom has a different code and a number and a different color just to make sure that we don't mix it up. We're checking things off like that and we are doing up to about three site visits per, per installation to make sure everything goes smooth. Have a nice little WhatsApp group with the install, installer and that is if it's the customer's own installer that they we are equal as happy to work with them, any contractors. We put that beneath the WhatsApp group so that Sometimes they might not find something or sometimes like today, we have to extend um, or replace a short ceiling arm to a longer ceiling arm because the height had actually, we managed to increase the height in a quite low, low ceiling height bathroom. So things like that, then we can do that quickly without interfering and getting the customer involved. So the aim is, of course, to get as smooth experience for the customer as possible. And in the end, they will actually end up with exactly the design that was presented for them. So we also do very detailed installation drawings for whoever is installing, including electrical plan and elevations and floor plans, specify the grout color and the, if it's a two millimeters grout, a three millimeters grout, very important for a bathroom design with details. <laughs> and for more details on grout de sizes, go to Martina's <laughs> website for more information. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, um, we we love to share a top tip on this show. Um, our listeners will know that our first podcast that we launched was combining all the podcasts of our, um, sorry, all the top tips from our first 100 shows. Um, so we're going to ask you guys to share your top tips. So what top tip would you like to share with our listeners about home improvement, kitchen, bathrooms? So Darren, do you want to kick us off? What's your top tip? My top is quite simply just look at all the options that are out there. 
Um, and being architectural, you know, uh, wrapping is relatively new. Uh, just check check it out. Amazing. And Emma, what will be your top tip? If you are thinking of any home improvements, think very, very seriously about your budget and also think that it's likely to go over. Have a contingency. Always think about your contingency. Never forget the contingency plan. No, great tip. Great tip. Martina. Agreeing with Emma and Darren, but also don't go too cheap on the quality products and certain products that, products that you might install into the wall. The concealed part, the part that's nearly impossible to change after. Spend the little extra there while you can actually go for less expensive tile because once it is installed on the wall and if it's installed by a good tiler, you wouldn't really see that massive difference always. If it's good, if it's having said that, it's all about that installation with that pump. But maybe you compromise on and put in less expensive accessories. And even, I mean, it's certain areas where I would be saying don't, don't go too cheap because it could come back and bite you. Make sure that it has got a supply, the product supplied has got long warranty. So they keep in spare parts. For instance, if you have a bath screen or shower screens, the, the seals need to be replaced regularly because it's a wear and tear. You don't want to find out like less than a year later that company has disappeared. They don't exist anymore. Uh, and those little bits and pieces, I would say, is um, to, to have in mind and uh, Rather than wait, sometimes we say to customers, save up a little bit more. Because as Emma said, it usually costs a bit more and it's still going to be very expensive. So maybe if you can save another thousand pounds and come back and get what you really want, uh, do that rather than to put in something cheap because the installation will cost about the same and then it might not last as long. Really good advice. Um, but unfortunately, that is the end of the show. Um, so thank you so much to our three guests on the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio today. Um, we have been joined by Darren Elsley of Perfectly Wrapped, um, Emma Finneran of By Emma Jane Interiors, and Martina Lanhead of Instill Design. Thank you so much to the three of you for sharing such honest um, honest advice with our listeners and certainly um, would highly recommend those listening at home come and check you guys out because you're you're doing some great work in your individual spaces. So thank you for that. You've been listening to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike here on Get Radio. We're back next Sunday at 11 o'clock with three more guests. That's Peter Yearlin of Point to Point Financial Management, Ali Eilot of Heritage Estate Planning, and Phil Colmer of Strada. And we're going to be talking about wealth and later life planning considerations for business owners. And just finally, that reminder that you can listen to us here on the radio and online each Sunday at 11 o'clock, either then on the podcast format that's available on all your favourite podcast platforms that's normally released on a Monday morning, and then look out for the video format on the Get Radio Facebook page and their website every Tuesday. But for now, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and we'll see you next week.